Hi, my name is Tiffany, the founder of Made by Her, an online platform created to support and empower women artists. And this is the Made by Her podcast. The Made by Her community is a group of women artists, artisans, creatives, savvy businesswomen, moms, daughters, aunts, and sisters all coming together to support, strengthen, and inspire one another. Think of this as a no kids girls coffee date to collaborate over life, art, business, and to share our recipes for success along the way. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Made by Her podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. I so appreciate every single one of you who tunes in. I appreciate you showing up for you and I appreciate you showing up for your business. Um, I really do believe that the world really needs artists right now and I appreciate you being one of them. So with that said, let's dive into today's topic. Today, I want to talk about a mistake that I see artists make all the time, like all, all, all the time, and that is creating new designs instead of marketing what they already have. So what does this look like? This means, say you are a ceramic artist and you make mugs and you make a really cute mug and you market it for maybe a week, little while, and um, could even be longer than that. But you try and market it, it doesn't sell, and then you think, hmm, okay, it must be the product, I'm going to start making something else. And then you market, you know, you make a new thing, you market that for a little while, it doesn't sell, and you think, hmm, okay, I'm going to try and make something else. Instead of focusing on new things that you could make, you might just need to tweak something about your current marketing or the current way that you are trying to attract customers instead of just coming up with something new. Now, as an artist, of course, you're going to want to create new things. Um, I'm definitely not telling you don't create new things. Being an artist is all about creating new things, but you do need to be known for something. And that something needs to be consistent. The reason we do this is, like I said, a lot of times we think because the product isn't selling that it's because of the product, not because of our marketing or the content that we're putting out there, whether it's on social media or an email list or anything like that, Um, which is not always true. Uh, you can I've seen a lot of artists where they have a beautiful product, but they've only they only talk about it for a week or a month, and then you know they they stop talking about it and move on to something else, um, using the same tactics that they did with the last piece, and they still end up not getting sales. So a lot of what I try and teach in the artist and coaching studio that I have is focus on a main piece or work that you have already made that you really love and try and tweak how you're marketing that instead of thinking, oh, nobody, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to move on to something else because nobody's buying this. The people that are looking for that might really, 
you know, you're putting them at a disadvantage because they might actually love what you've already made, but the content that you're sharing is just not really grabbing their attention. And so the algorithm is not putting it in front of as many people as it should. So again, one reason that we do this sometimes is we think it's the product that isn't selling instead of our marketing. Another reason why we do this is we just love making new things. (laughs) We just want to move on to the next one. And believe me, I can totally relate to this. Um, But if you do that too often, your customer is going to be, you know, they're probably, they might even still be in the decision-making phase of wanting to buy the first thing that you made. And then all of a sudden they see the second thing and they're like, oh, well, that's really cool, but I, I wonder, is she still making the first thing anymore or is she just moved on? Um, and then, you know, that depends on what you've got listed on your website and what's featured and all of that. But if you start skipping around to too many things, it's one, it's one going to call, it's going to cause confusion for your customer. And also it's going to give them so many choices that they don't really know what they want to buy from you. Um, and then it makes it even worse if your, if your style starts to change dramatically. Like if you, um, going back to the ceramic mug example, uh, say for example, the first one that you make is just a really neutral looking mug. Maybe it's got some like greens and creams and browns on it. Um, and is like, let's say medium size, like 12 ounces or something like that. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, you know what? That one's not really selling. I'm going to try something else. And you go and you start making a really colorful mug that you start showing off on your social media and say that one's bigger. Let's say that one's like a 16 ounce and it's got tons of colors. It's got pinks and yellows and purples and you know, people aren't really resonating with that. And so then you think, hmm, okay, well, if those aren't selling, now I'm going to start making really small mugs and they're going to be all black and they're going to have little quotes on them. And, you know, let's see if I can try and sell that. If you have all of those listed on your website without any type of like featured item or bestseller or something like that, people are going to get so confused by what you make and what you're known for that they're not going to remember you. They're going to click away. They're going to go to somebody else who knows exactly what they're making, knows exactly how to make it, how to market it, and really have ownership over that product. So diving into why this is important You can't have a business without some consistency. So yes, you can make a lot of different things. Yes, you can have different designs, but there needs to be some kind of consistency in there. Otherwise, again, it's going to be like decision overload for your customers because they're going to think, well, what does she know the most? What is she most familiar with? Because the thing that you're most familiar with is what you are going to become a professional at. It's great to be a hobbyist dabbling in this and that and the other, but you're not going to be able to mark up your pricing if you have so many different things. You're going to be the jack of all trades and an ace at none of them, which is fine, 
But again, you're not going to be able to charge higher prices if you have this many different items to choose from. Now, you can have one signature item and then, you know, a lot of other things that you make as well. And that signature item can be the one that you charge more for. That's what I really like to teach in my courses is you don't necessarily have to work 10 times harder to make 10 times the amount of money. You just have to have a strategy in place that you can start charging more for your work. In order to do that, you have to show consistency and you have to show that this is your signature product. This is what you know how to do. This is what you are known for. And with that, you are able to have a higher price tag on it. Um, you, if, if you're known for at least one thing, um, and when I say being known for one thing, it's having a photo of something on your website that is like the featured image. Or say, for example, you are a painter and you did a really beautiful, um, like a really large scale piece. And, you know, that is what you are known for. It's, you know, it got you a lot of attention on social media and maybe it's already sold. Great. No problem. Keep that as your featured image and then have a link to what's available now. But if you get all of this momentum and all of this attention for something and then you get rid of it, people are, are going to be confused. Like, well, didn't you do that one painting, that one abstract painting? Or didn't you do that painting of the mountains that was really cool that everybody was looking at? And you're like, oh, yeah, I did that. Well, I, I'm not making any more. So now you can look at this. It Taking away that visual is is going to be really hard for people. So I'm not saying to only market that same painting over and over, but you can still keep it around on your website so that people can be like, oh yeah, that's her, that's her. Oh my gosh, okay, well that one's not available. You know, maybe, you know, now I can see what else she's got. But you want to, you still need to be known for something. It shows commitment, it shows loyalty to your craft, and it shows the belief that you have in your art product. If you keep skipping around to so many different things, people are going to think that you don't actually believe in your work. And that's sad because I know you do. I know it is coming from the bottom of your heart and the bottom of your soul when you create. And we don't, any, we don't want anybody thinking otherwise. So with that said, um, I want to go over a couple ways how you're thinking like, okay, great, Tiffany, that's awesome. Um, you know, I, I need to just focus on what I'm doing or I'm, I need to focus on one product instead of making something new. What does that look like? What do you expect me to do here? <laughs> Don't worry. I have, I have some ideas for you. So one way that you can kind of refocus on something once you decide what your niche known for item is going to be, which I actually have a course and uh, mastermind that I did on this inside the artisan coaching studio. But um, once you decide what that's going to be, one thing that you can do is check out and do an audit of your product photos. 
Are they really enticing? Are they really magnetic? Do they have good lighting? Do they have a good background? Do they have a good setting? Does the whole thing, do all of your photos for it really vibe together? Or maybe you just took some product photos quickly just so that you can get it online and you know maybe it's just sitting on your kitchen counter and there's nothing really to look at in the background. (laughs) You want to have good product photos. And maybe you've been using them for so long that, you know, people just want to be able to see that product in a different setting. So maybe take new product photos, maybe find a new setting, maybe find one, you don't even have to find a brand new setting. You can just simply retake them in a similar fashion, but at least it shows the same product and it'll be still be in line with your brand. But the first thing is, Take a look at your product photos, see if they maybe just need a little refresh, if they need a makeover, whatever it might be, but take a look at those first. The second thing you can do is think of new ways that it can inspire people. So a lot of times when product-based companies are trying to sell to people, they try to explain to them a benefit or some way that this product is going to solve a problem in the person's life. Um, Now, obviously, artistic work is not going to be the same as, you know, a fix-it thing that you can get at a hardware store, but it definitely can spark inspiration for people and help them see things differently so that they can start living a life that's even better than where they're at. So maybe just give yourself five to 10 minutes. I really, I always recommend anytime I give you an activity, I always really recommend having some really inspirational music on um, to help get the ideas flowing and help you get into a space of creativity instead of one that's like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. What do I have to do? And you know, where do I even start? And how do I do this? And where am I writing? Should I do it on my phone? Should I write it down? Should I put it in a journal? What am I, uh, you start overthinking like crazy. So put some music on. It does not matter where you write this. You can write it on your phone. You can write it on a piece of paper. You can write it in Asana, which is an online uh, app that you can use for free. Um, but just write it anywhere. It, it really does not matter. But just start thinking of how could this inspire somebody? What could this inspire somebody to do? And that could be something as simple as getting out of bed in the morning with a smile, or it could be inspiring somebody to quit their job and travel the world. Like there are so many different things that people get inspired to do because of simple, beautiful things that they see randomly throughout the day. Try and think of something where you've made a last minute purchase on and, you know, maybe you've been scrolling through Pinterest and you're like, oh my gosh, those earrings are amazing. I need those in my life. Like, what was that feeling for you? What did that inspire you to do? Why did you feel like you needed that in your life in that moment? Use that kind of energy to make this list of things that could inspire, could be inspired for your customer who is going to be buying from you. Another thing you can do is think of new ways to 
style what you make. Um, say for example, you make, um, jewelry is really easy cause you can just, you know, if you've, if you've got product photos of your jewelry, you can just basically find either find somebody or take photos of yourself wearing it, but mix up the outfits a little bit. If you've got product photos, you know, wearing one outfit, try and take product photos wearing something a little bit different. Um, and that doesn't mean changing your whole aesthetic. Obviously, there's a lot of different outfits that can fall within the same aesthetic. But try and show them how to style it a little bit differently. Maybe if you make bracelets, you know, instead of just featuring one, feature that same bracelet, but, you know, show how it pairs with two or three other ones that you make. And then, by the way, side note, link to those in your product description, and then they can buy them all together. And then you get more numbers that that way as well. Um, but so that's for jewelry. Say you are a fiber artist and you make wall hangings. Maybe before when you took a product photo, you had a plant in, you know, the side frame of your photo. Maybe you mix up the plant. Maybe you hang it somewhere else where there's like a desk and some books. You want to be able to show your customer that your product works in more than one setting. If you've only ever showed them the same photos over and over and over and over again, and they keep seeing it with the same plant and the same lighting and the same whatever, it's gonna, it, it may not have sparked anything in them yet. Maybe they saw it the first time and they're like, oh, that's so pretty, but yeah, that plant isn't really something that I would have in my house. So maybe, you know, if that wall hanging doesn't match the plant that I have, then maybe I'm not going to want to get it. These are the crazy little things that customers think. It's, it's mind boggling, but that is what people think. So before you start stressing, it doesn't mean that you have to have everything perfect. It just means mix it up a little bit, find a different plant, I am all for going to Target and buying one of their artificial plants and putting it next to something just to style it just for a photo shoot and then take it back and return it. It's okay. Don't damage the thing, but like treat it with care and just say, oh, you know what? I changed my mind. Thank you. It's okay. I've, I've done that before. But just try and get, just try and liven things up a little bit so that people can see your featured product in a different light. Another thing that you can do is maybe you are only talking about your product online and you're not really sharing anything about you or anything behind the scenes. Um, I actually was just chatting with an artist the other day and she does a beautiful job with her product photos um, you know, she's always showing the same thing in multiple different settings. The lighting's really good. The background's really good. Everything's great. Um, but she doesn't share anything about herself. Um, I actually did a little bit of digging and tried to find like just what her name was and I could not find it anywhere. And it just, I feel like in a world, in the world that we live in today, where it's, you know, you never know what, what company, where they come from, who's actually making it. Um, I'm sure we've all bought something where we've thought, oh my gosh, that's so pretty. And we buy it. And like, 
it's actually made overseas and it's mass produced and they basically just copied the photo and, you know, sent you some random replica of it. You're like, ugh, that's not what I want. So maybe you need to share a little more about you. What inspires you? Who are you? Why should people trust what you're making? Why should people trust that you're going to give them a good customer experience? Where did you grow up? When did you start making this? What's your story? Why should people care about your story? This is something that I see a lot of artists do. They're, they get so focused on what they make, which is awesome. But especially right now, it's so, so, so important for you to show your face, show that you are a human behind this, not a machine that makes 10,000 of them in an hour. Show, show you. Talk about you. Talk about how this whole idea of your business came to be. That way you can establish a connection, you can build trust, it, can, it, it will improve your sales, I, I guarantee it. So sometimes you need to just add that little personal touch to it. Okay, so today we covered kind of a lot. Um, today we covered the, one of the biggest mistakes that I think artists can make, which is creating more and more new products instead of just focusing on a featured product. Um, we went over why we do this, which is when something isn't selling, we think it's our product, not our marketing. Uh, we went over a couple of ways of looking at our current marketing setup and how to make a few tiny little tweaks in there so that we can make, I don't want to say an old product look new, but just give more life and continued energy to this beautiful featured thing that you want to be known for. You don't want to be known for, you know, the, the one photo five years ago or two years ago. You want to be known for the same product and people want to see that product in a lot of different ways. So we went over relooking at your product photos, thinking of new ways that it could inspire your customers and sharing that with them, thinking of new ways to style it. Again, it doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to do a whole rebrand for this. It's simply get updated photos, share new ways that they can use it in their home or decorate with it or wear it with you know, a new outfit or something like that. You can, you can recycle a lot of these ideas. And then finally, it might just be a matter of building trust with your customers and sharing more of who you are as a person, a human being with a beating heart that is so full of love for this artistic product that you are sharing with the world. All of those things are tiny little things that you can do to vamp up the featured product that you can be known for that will show that you are consistent. It will show that you are dedicated in your business and it will show 
people that when they refer you to somebody, that person is going to see the same magic that they did. They're not going to click on your page and be like, where is that mug that you were talking about? All I see, you know, I, I you told me about this really pretty white mug that she made with little details on it. And all I'm seeing is like colors and quotes. And I, where is that one? Where is that one that I, that, you know, you said she was known for? All I'm seeing is this other stuff. Have it, have, have some consistency in your business and in doing that, you will create your brand that will be known for all the beauty and unique details that I know you're putting into your work. So I hope this has been helpful for you today. Um, I also just want to real quick mention if this has been you and you are sitting there thinking, shoot, why was I doing that? Why didn't I just put more focus on this? If you are feeling any negativity or self-judgment around this, I just want to say, stop. Stop it right now. (laughs) If I were in front of you, I'd be snapping my fingers and just say, nope, we're not going down that road. Everybody does the very best that they can in their business. These are little things that you learn as you go along. This is not something that you would necessarily know in the beginning. So no more self-judgment. Give yourself a hug. You have your action items from this, from this episode. Work on a couple of them. Even just work on one of them and see how it impacts your business. But we are not going to lose any time in growing our business because we are sitting there being sad for ourselves because we didn't make the right quote unquote decision in the beginning. If you are going to have a business, you are going to learn a lot and you're going to fail a lot. With failure comes success. You can't have success without failure. Maybe every once in a while, but most of the time, you cannot have success without failure. So know that you are doing an amazing job. You are an amazing person for being the creative soul that you are. And I am so, so, so proud of you. Um, If you found this helpful or inspiring at all and you think another artist would benefit from listening to it, uh, please do me a favor and share this with them. Um, That is the way that this podcast gets out to more people and helps more artists just like you and helps women grow their business, which is, I know, so, so important to each of us. Um, I know my business is like a third child for me, and I just want to be able to help as many artists as I can. So again, if you found this inspiring, please share this, whether it's doing a screenshot and sharing it on your social media or, you know, forwarding it on in a text message to a friend, uh, whatever it may be. I so appreciate you. So thank you again for being here and I will see you next time. Until next time, happy creating.
Do you want more tips and tricks on how to reach your first 50K as an artist without the stress and burnout that comes along with owning a business? Come check out my artist and coaching studio where I teach women artists just like you how to conquer social media, build and nourish an email list full of ideal clients who can't wait for your next product drop, all while sipping coffee in your studio and creating the work that inspires you. Just go to madebyher.com. That's www.madebyher.com for more information. I can't wait to work with you.